All right, so today I'm going to speak to you about the essence of faith, from justification to glorification. So the main reason why I'm sharing this is because many Christians don't know how to articulate their faith, right? And I'm not even just talking about articulating like to argue with people, but some people don't even have the internal uh, articulation of the anointing, right? It's just rituals and doctrines. Um and I just want to share with you certain things to strengthen your foundation and to strengthen your worldview, your vision, your mission, your, your, your why in life, right? And so today I'm going to talk to you about some basic things, ABCs, um, that's going to help you kind of like understand your faith in a greater way, right? Um, we're going to cover... Uh, how we're made right with God through justification, how we grow in faith through sanctification, and our final unity with God, with the glorification, right? Um, I'm going to try to give you something to think about, something to pray about, and something to act upon, right? To think about, to consider the transformative power of a personal relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To reflect on how accepting Jesus as our Savior, which is justification, and growing him, which is the process of sanctification, and anticipating our eternal life with him as we contend for our crown, and that's glorification. And may this shape our daily life and our worldview. I want to give you something to pray about, right? To engage in prayer, to have a deeper connection through the Holy Spirit with our Lord, to get a clearer understanding of the word, and to ask the Holy Spirit to help you continue to discern the truths, the simple but profound truths of the gospel, so it could renew our zeal for the kingdom of God. And I want to give you something to act upon, right? To, to dare to share with your life, with your social media, with your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions of your appreciation of what God is doing, to be a witness of Christ's love and salvation, to serve others in his name, and to be a living example of his grace and truth in a world that needs his hope and light. I want to give you some text scriptures to frame the service, right? Um, if you're like, Pastor, I'm looking for scriptures to memorize. Screenshot this and memor try to memorize these scriptures. First one is in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30. It says, then Jesus says, come to me, all who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear. And the burdens I give you is light, glory. I, I, I'm tempted to preach on it, but I'm going to behave and stick to the plan. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 2. For I have decided that while I was with you, I would forget everything except Jesus Christ, the one who was crucified. Philippians chapter 3, verse 7 through 8. I once thought these things were valuable. Now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. And, you know, when you study Paul's life and his accomplishments and his, his IQ and his social standing, how he's willing to give all that up because of Jesus, it, you know, it's a beautiful context. John 14, 6. 
Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. So in a world brimming with complexity, I find that my philosophy and mental models in life get more nuanced and my theology gets more complex, but my faith gets simpler. It's all about Jesus. It's becoming more like Jesus. And it's about keeping Jesus the main thing and keeping the main thing the main thing. Amen? So let's keep it simple today. I'm going to talk about the spiritual ABCs. And there's nine words with that, right? It's going it's to it, uh, just, 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 just jumpstart your faith, right? He's admit, believe, and confess. And there's nine words associated. Then I'm going to talk about the work of the gospel in nine words, right? It's justification, come down, right? Jesus comes down and, and, and dies for us and resurrects, right? Sanctification. So it's come down. Sanctification is come out, right? We have to come out of the way of the world, and, be, and renew our mind and transform our hearts, right? We have to come out, right? We can't be like everybody else. But this has to come from a place of joy and adoration, not obligation. And then there's glorification when Jesus says, come home, right? He says, I, I built a place for you. In my father's house, there are many mansions, right? So, so it's ABC, admit, believe, and confess. And then it's justification, come down. Sanctification, come out. And glorification, come home. So the spiritual ABCs, admit, believe, confess, right? So these are the words. We start this whole journey by admitting that we are sinners in need of a savior. Admitting that we were yoked to the world and the burdens were too heavy and we had no rest. And so this is what we say, Lord, have mercy. Right? We admit we are a sinner and we say a bunch of things, but it's ultimately, Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. That is belief, right? It's believing in Jesus as our Savior. And that's what we say, Lord, I believe. And sometimes we pray, Lord, help me in my unbelief. Or help me believe, right? Um, but we, 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 we say, Lord, I believe. And then it's confess. We have to confess. And then we have to confess publicly. Jesus is Lord, right? So first we need a Savior. And then we identify our Savior. And then we... then. He's not just our savior, he's our Lord, he's our boss, he's our leader, he's our king. And this is what we say, Jesus is Lord. So we admit, Lord have mercy. We believe, Lord I believe. And we confess, Jesus is Lord. And that confession is not just vertical, it's cruciform. It's not just vertical, but it's horizontal. Eventually, everybody's going to know, right? It's like when you're married, everybody knows you're married. When you love your kids, everybody knows your kids, right? And so we have to admit, believe, and confess. So the nine words, right? Lord, have mercy. Lord, I believe. And Jesus is Lord. So let's get into the thing about our journey, right? Once, once, we, once we end with the ABCs, now there's a journey, right? And the first part of the journey is justification. Come down. This is what Jesus came down for us. So the definition of justification is the declaring of a person to be just or righteous. It's a legal term signifying acquittal, right? Definition and the biblical definition is divine act when God declares sinners righteous through Jesus. Let's read Romans chapter three, verse twenty-three to twenty-four. For everyone has sinned; we all fall short of the God's glorious standard. 
Yet God, with undeserved kindness, declares that we are righteous. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty of our sins. So the reflection is justification is God's gracious response to our admission of sins as what he did. He came down for us. Now sanctification, come out. Right? We Now we have to come out uh, of the ways and the will of the world. So the definition is a lifelong process of being molded into Christ's image. And this is a heavy scripture, Galatians 2.20. My old self has been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I love C.S. Lewis, and he he. I got some quotes for him, but he says, every day we are re being remade to our true selves, right, of who God wanted us to be. So sanctification is uh, part of our growth journey, right? It's echoing the belief in God's transformative power. Most Christians repent enough to get forgiven, but not enough to see the kingdom of God. The gifts are free, but the maturity and the growth and the grace is expensive. So brothers and sisters, I wanna urge you to embrace the process of sanctification. Like you don't have to walk around with like canvas robes and prayer beads, but there are some, some sacrifices we have to make. We have to make more time for God. There's some sacrifices that we have to sanctify and, and, and renew our minds, our thoughts, our feelings, our actions. There needs to be evidence. The fruit of the spirit, the evidence of a spirit-led life is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. What if we had a fruit of the spirit report card? What would it say? And so we have to grow. See, the thing is, everybody grows old, but not everybody grows up. And we have to continue to get stay in the what, the what the Bible describes as the potter's wheel and let the Lord shape us and mold us to look more like Christ within the context of the journey of our lives. Now there's glorification. Come home, right? So it's come down, come out, come home. And we have to learn to contend for our crown. We have to learn to once in a while meditate on the eternity that waits, right? So the definition of glorification is the completion of salvation when believers are eternally united with God. I had this good quote and I lost it. I was about this from this Russian doom and gloom author. I forgot his name. And he was saying that he don't want to end his life thinking that he was so fearful to be accepted by people that didn't love him, but he didn't align his life to be accepted by God, right? So Romans 8.30 says, and having chosen them, he called them to come to him. And having called them, he gave them the right standing with himself. And having given them the right standing, standing, he gave them his glory. And the glorification in the Christian faith means that the final removal of sin and the transformation into holy immortality at Christ's return. It's a culmination of sanctification where believers gain, gain unhindered access to God and eternal communion with him. This process, driven by the Holy Spirit, transforms us into Christ's image, preparing us for what we will share in God's glory and holiness eternally. So a quick reflection. Glorification is the culmination of our confession 
when we find our heavenly home. And I love what C.S. Lewis says. The Son of God became man to enable men to become the sons of God. Arrhenius of Lyons, our early church father, said, He who was the Son of God became the Son of Man, that man might become the Son of God. Wait, same thing, C.S. Lewis copied him. And so one day, God is going to call us home into our glorified bodies, with our glorified mind. But brothers and sisters, we have to endure the process, contend for the crown, stay in the fight, stay in the race. And that's why we come together to say, stay in the race. Tish, stay in the race. Margaret, stay in the race. Norman, stay in the race. Malik, keep on fighting. Ethan, don't you dare give up. Little Eddie, embrace the calling. Jasmine, stay encouraged. Warren, stay in the potter's wheel. Teddy, don't forget your fight. Don't forget contend for your crown. Right? Pete, remember who you are and whose you are, where you're called to go. And this is why we stay together. So quick recap. We talk about firm foundation, right? Admit sinners in need of the Savior, Lord, have mercy. Believe in Jesus, our Savior. Lord, I believe. Confess Jesus is Lord. And we confess all our lives. Savior and Lord are two different things. We, need, we have a lordship issue. Jesus is Lord. And then we understand our faith through justification. God came down to judge. We, we're not in good standing with God because we're cute, because we tithe. Because we drive to church in the traffic. It's what Jesus has done. And we do all that stuff as an act of adoration, appreciation, knowing that we can never pay back. And then sanctification. We come out. And I want to challenge you to be sanctified with a smile. Don't be baptized in sour power juice. Be sanctified with a smile. No, I can't do that. No, I'm good. I'm good. Do you? Oh, okay. You get it. Get it. But uh, I'm going to get my crown crowned. <laughs> Sanctification and then glorification, knowing that we are contending for our crown. Praise the Lord. So I pray this simple sermon has provided you with a clearer understanding of your path as a follower of Christ. In the world that's often nuanced, tumultuous, and complex, may this message uh, guide you towards navigating life with simplicity and grace. Let our theology grow in depth and complexity, but let our faith remain simple and steadfast. Steadfast. Fact. It's all about Jesus. Make Jesus the main focus of your life, your motivation, and your why. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you and we reflect and we repent of anything that takes us out of our alignment for our assignment. Forgive us for being intrigued by the world. Forgive us of idolatry. Forgive us of fear. We pray, Lord God, for zeal and boldness. Not rudeness, but boldness. Remind us of when we admit it. Remind us when we first believe and help us to confess all our life. Confess so we can possess the power Give us a deeper understanding of justification, how you came down. Sanctification, how you called us out. And glorification, how you will call us home. 
We pray that you, will, Jesus, you'll be our chief cornerstone, that our faith will be our foundation, and that our vision, Lord God, will be on you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Let me stop recording.